0: hey guys what's going on it's Greg Um, Aaron's not here today so I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties getting started but it looks like that we are on right now if somebody's out there give us a shot let us know that that everything's working it didn't matter how much I prepared to get going it still did not work correctly on the first time such as life but let's move on Um, first of all Happy Tuesday. It is beautiful outside It's spring is in the air. We get uh, fired up the the grill this weekend. We got the fire pit out. Aaron came over, Uh, a couple other friends came over. And I want to say a special thank you you to everybody watching this who uh, reached out to me Saturday night after the painful, painful uh, Auburn loss. Uh, You know, refs are human and that is sports. So it was a great game, great having everybody over to watch the game. And again, thank you for everybody who reached out and uh, and and said their condolences or make sure I was okay. Uh, but it is a great week too because it now starts the Masters Golf Tournament and nothing says spring has started like the Masters Golf Tournament, so I'm pretty pumped about that. But welcome to season two, episode nine. Season two, episode nine of the live show, Real Talk Real Estate with Aaron advantage Uh, the boss is gone today so it's just me Uh, so we're going to cover some things first of all I want to say a huge shout out to my team this is Jen this is Liz this is Aaron and of course myself we uh, we had written offers last month for 2.3 million dollars and we could not have done it without our great referrals and our great clients so thank you guys so very much Um, also uh, an accolade for statewide we were 16th in the state of Indiana for listings taken in February as you can tell behind me here too on our big whiteboard which is new to Aaron's office we've got a pretty remarkable March and April coming up as well uh, we've got three current listings on in our inventory but by week's end and uh, next week we should have three more uh, and obviously take a look at the blue this is everything that is currently pending in our sales so if you need our help give us a shout okay but let's go on we're talking about fencing today so here's my problem uh, I need a fence um, my neighbors to the left of me they have a six-foot vinyl fence privacy fence, and my neighbors to, we'll call it the right, it's kind of like right center, they have a six foot wood cedar privacy fence. It only runs about 12 foot on my property line, so it gives me about 70 to 80 feet of just open space. So I've been thinking about this for way too long. Every time I go out to grill or just set out and enjoy life, I always end up thinking about this fence. Nothing's going to look right. I mean, I've contemplated all the options. The wood fence, the vinyl fence, the wrought iron, but who wants to spend that uh, kind of money? chain link, come on now, and a a composite fence. But I I just don't think anything's going to look quite right with that vinyl fence to my left and the cedar fence to my right. So. I, I even started playing around with some styles, like, well, what if we tried to match a privacy fence? Uh, what if we did a picket all the way around, isn't mean, in that in the, in the, the American dream, the white picket fence? Uh, maybe some lattice. And there's just so many other styles. You get squared, dog-eared, scalloped edge. Do I do a color to complement one? Do I do a stain to complement the other? And it, it just got overwhelming. So it, it, no matter what style I looked at, it was just not going to ro- look right with either of the neighbors. Plus, it's gonna cost me a lot more money and uh, a lot of extra time I really wasn't wanting to put into a fence. Uh, getting an auger out there would tear up the yard. Then I would have to do it all by hand. But if you know Newburg soil, you know it's half clay. So it wasn't gonna be a fence. So I started thinking about and talking to my neighbor, uh, the one with the white vinyl fence. Uh, why not, why not a natural fence? I think that's a fencing option that we all over, overlook and I, I'm gonna bring you some options today about some natural fencing. Now, uh, before I begin, I, I need to give a shout out to my neighbor, his name is Tony Oxley and he's the lead horticulturist out of Victoria National Golf Course. So he's got some clout and some good ideas um, and helped me put things in perspective. But I found this great article today. It has 11 different um, options. But I'm just gonna give you some that might be practical for our area. First of all, you need to decide, do you wanna go with a flowering, or you wanna go with an evergreen, or you wanna go with a type of a bush. Um, If you wanna go with flowering, there's two that I would suggest, a lilac or for forsythia. And who doesn't love a good flowering lilac but here's the problem, they grow so fast, so you gotta be ready, oh, I got a heart for the the lilac there. Uh, they grow so fast that you gotta be able to, um, ready to prune, and my other uh, uh, problem is, I don't want anything that's going to encroach on my neighbor's yard. Um, I, I wanna keep it on my privacy line, so I'm really not looking for anything that's going to be branching. Uh, however, I'd love to have some uh, lilacs or Forsythias. I, I just don't think uh, the, with the encroachment uh, possibility that I wanted to go that route. That bring me to a couple, uh, another option, which is uh, your bush type plants. Um, there's a boxwood plant, and there's different seventy, spe- there's seventy different species of boxwood plants. If you're not very familiar with boxwood uh, plants, they're they're evergreen, and they can be shaped and molded into different uh, designs and whatnot. Most in our area keep it black uh, box, but if you go down to Disney, you get to see some wonderful characters, and we were able to see some of those boxwood plants uh, down in Disney that were, you know pruned to look like Mickey, Minnie, Donald or whomever. They tend to grow about waist high, so they're not terribly high, but they can be manipulated to grow higher. They grow slowly, however, for me, which is a good thing, they're extremely hardy. So I really wasn't uh, going to go that route because I want something a little bit higher that's going to give me some privacy and keep my dog off the yard. So I, I uh, researched another one and I love the burning bush. Everybody loves the burning bush, especially when it's around the fall when it turns a really neat red color uh, It it boxes off kind of like the box and they grow really super big. They can grow up to 24 feet I didn't know that if you did don't prone it uh, prune it correctly uh, So 24 feet that's a little bit taller than what I wanted to take care of and um, I'm looking for something low maintenance uh, I'm a jeans and polo type of guy I really don't want to spend my weekends pruning a flowery bush to make sure that uh, it doesn't encroach in my neighbor's yard. It doesn't grow too big. So I went ahead and uh, crossed the, bri- uh, the burning bush off my list. However, it does attract birds. And I'm, I do like birds. Beautiful sounds. Anyway, I digress. Um, then I started uh, looking at another option that's not terribly familiar to me, but I was like, i eh, will give it a whirl. Uh, the dwarf willow tree. Apparently there's like 400 species of dwarf uh, willow trees, and I am not a dwarf willow tree expert at all. However, you need to give them some uh, fencing to help uh, manipulate their growth. Again, a little bit more work than I wanted to do. Uh, it tolerates the, the moist soil and the winter weather in, in our area, uh, but it's not too drought um, friendly, and I'm looking at you know late July, August, and I need something that's gonna be um, drought friendly. Um, the next thing that, that I looked at, and uh, this is where I'm starting to get into the evergreens. I think the evergreen is <coughs> kind of the, the, where I want to go. Uh, evergreens, especially the jumpin juniper and the privet, um, that are the most commonly used natural fencing, especially in our area. They're dense, they're flexible, they're easily trimmed. Uh, very hardy, even for the most brown thumb. And that's a good thing, too, because at our house, uh, we do not do well with plants. Um, if it makes it uh, a month, we're good, but we don't do well with plants. So we need something that's very hardy, very uh, 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 applicable and um, works well with our brown thumbs. Um The problem with some of our evergreen trees though, they can uh, vary in size, so you really need to do your research. Uh, Do you want it to be more of a shrub? Because some of your evergreens can grow up to be about 40 feet tall, which is awesome in Christmas because I'm always looking for an excuse to decorate another tree outside. Uh, But uh, that's something to take a look at to to determine the size that you're after, okay? So if you really want to keep your neighbors off of your lawn or keep your kids trapped into your lawn, why not go with a row of cactus? I tell you what, if they fall on that cactus one time, they're not going to do it again. True story. When I was a kid, I dumped uh, my little play tractor over in a cactus bed. And, uh, well, my back was very porcupine-ish. And uh, my parents had to uh, wait till I f- fell asleep before they pulled out all the uh, the little needles on my back. That's a true story. I still, re- still remember this day exactly where that was at. Anyway, I digress. Classic Greg. I digress just a little bit. Uh, so here's what we've chosen to do. Uh, again, with the help of Tony Oxley, our, our neighbor, great guy, uh, head horticulturist at uh, Victoria National, we have decided that we are going to go with the Tuja Green Giant Arborvitae. So basically, that is a um, an option of evergreen that uh, doesn't get any taller than 6 or 7 feet. And it has a, a trunk base um, of wideness about three to four feet. So we can space those out and still have some privacy and they can still uh, grow and create a, a nice natural fence for us. Uh, they are uh, easy to care for. That's a plus for the brown thumb. And they are drought tolerant. And of course they are winter um, winter strong for all of our crazy seasons here. Um, so again, I'm not an expert on, um, on fencing, natural fencing, however, is something I was looking at this week and I thought, hey, maybe this is some good information for our viewers. So, of course, if you uh, want more information, or you want to get in touch with my neighbor, Tony Oxy. He's a great guy. I'm sure he'd help uh, talk you through some of your natural fencing ideas. Uh, but again, as always, we want to thank our um, clients and our referrals. 2.3 million dollars in uh, February. Thank you guys so very much. Um, again, this is episode uh, two. Uh, Season 2, Episode 9. We're looking forward to many more this uh, spring and this summer. If there's anything we can do for you, if you know somebody who's ready to make a move, give us a call. Uh, Greg Keith, 812-454-8103. Thanks, guys.